I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to Episode 7. So last episode, we talked about pivoting your message during uncertain times with Lauren Perna. It was a great conversation where we learned how to be both sympathetic and proactive with our businesses during instances like the pandemic. And if you haven't listened to episode six yet, you might want to check that one out now or at least after this episode. It really was an awesome episode. But for this episode, episode seven, we're discussing how we batch our content. We're going to share how we keep everything organized because that's crazy and how we get our work done by condensing certain tasks into all allocated timeframes. And for our listeners, I'm actually giving away my content calendar template (laughs) to help you to batch blog posts and prepare for photo shoots. So you can head to our show notes to grab that little freebie. But before we go any further, Jesse, what are you drinking today? So I'm just drinking coffee at the moment, but (laughs) I bought a box of white wine to drink. Like, because, you know, it's like it's like batching content for drinkers. I was lazy, so I was like, why not just drinker? Well, why not just buy a box and it'll last me all week? So, and it's funny because I haven't bought like a box of wine in so long. And so, um, yeah, why not? I'm in the batching mode. I, I'm in the batching node too. So, you know, as, as we said, we're going to talk about batching our content and I guess our drinking. Um, <laughs> so we're going to, you know, this isn't going to be a very long episode because basically what it is about is being organized. That's, that is the biggest part of batching content. So what I use is I have a content calendar that I use to keep my blog posts organized. And then um, when I have blog post clients, I kind of modify that to fit their needs It's a sheet. I've just created it in the Google Drive, and I've even branded it up just to feel a little more official in my colors. Yeah. I like that. I don't know if I've seen that. Yeah. Well, when I sent because when I sent it to you originally, when we were doing, you know, when I was saying, here's what I do, it was just like a very plain one. And then I started, like, working with a couple other people, and I was like, I'm going to you know, slap my brand colors on there. I mean, it's not like that fancy. It's not like I have my logo on it, but like I use but my fonts and stuff like wow, that. Wow, I love yeah. that idea. Well, it's just to make you feel a little bit more official. Yeah, and just keeping everything consistent and maintaining that that, yeah. and that branding across all your elements, even yeah. since you're just using Google Drive, which I love Google Drive, oh, which it's, some people love it or hate it, but. Yeah, I mean, you definitely, there needs to be, I mean, that's all I've used. I know people like use Dropbox for other kind of similar applications and everything. I've only pretty much used Google Drive. You actually really turned, like I was using it before, like, you know, when I'd have papers or something, drop it in the Google Drive and you can access it anywhere. That's the great thing about it. But it was you that really was like, here, you can even share documents back and forth. Yeah. And I was like, mind blown. I know. So in this content calendar, it's like I keep every element involved with my blog posts covered. I have the title that I'm planning on using. I have the little excerpt because that's part of my um, blog format, I guess you would say. Um, a section where I list out the images that I plan to use for the post. And I don't even get that sp- specific about it. I know you can like put the actual like image file name. I just kind of 
write out what the image looks like, um, which can get confusing, but it's, I know what I'm doing. Um, the inbound link, so the ink links that I'm using from my own website, um, and then the outbound link, so other websites that I'm linking to, I'll be using. Then that's for if you, if a link, you know, it's going to break, or, you know, if I decide that I'm going to get rid of a piece on my, po- on my website, I know that that's in this post so i can go and remove it so these are like links that you would if you are like like for your own personal blog you might be linking up any of the like places you've gotten your outfits yeah or um, shop links links, affiliate links and then for like me it's maybe referencing another blog post right or a link to one of my clients right so that's what you mean by outbound links oh yeah that's outbound links for in and for inbound inbound don't forget to include them though like when you were talking about linking to your other blog posts because inbound links i mean that's what's going to keep people on your website but that's like a whole yeah that's seo story um then I use the meta description, which is like that little description when you look for something underneath the website title when you're like on your Google search page. I have what I'm going to write for that. That's all pre-written. The categories, my keywords that I've researched, that's a big thing you want to do. Um, and know to sprinkle throughout the post. Tags, the end part of the URL that I'm going to use, as well as kind of the promotional plan. So like, where am I going to be posting this? What am I going to be posting and when I'm going to be posting it to kind of let people know that there's a new blog post on there. And then once it goes live, I copy and paste that into a totally different tab on the same sheet, separated into months, and it helps me know where things are and when things were published so I can keep everything updated. And this is what you're giving our audience? Yeah. Wow. So cool. Value. You're my inspiration. I know. Well, I I feel like... I need to like, well, I mean, we kind of do that with mine. Yeah, we do. We totally do. And you, then you actually, so I write, I mean, I think I've mentioned, we mentioned this before, but I write Jesse's blog posts. And so Jesse even goes a step further. You know, when I'm writing my own blog posts, I already know what's in my mind. But Jesse actually does up a Loom video for me. Um, and if you haven't tried Loom, it's kind of a neat program um, where you can record your screen. I know there's a lot of other ways to do it. So she actually will do up like a Loom video and put the link Usually it's just content. a bunch of rambling, me rambling, being like, okay, Kate, like do this. And then I'm thinking <laughs> something like this. And then if we can do that, but I get then great. It. No, but it's, a, but it's a great way it for It saves you. me a lot of time rather yeah. than like typing it out. I can think, yeah. I can talk my thoughts versus writing my thoughts a lot faster. It's, a, it's almost like, that's almost like a brain dump. Yes, it's a, a brain way. dump. And I do try and keep them. So the trick with that is to not overwhelm your team. So if you're working in a team and doing mm-hmm. notes, and I try and be cognizant of that, um... But Loom did, I think, recently implemented for the free plan, five-minute video limit. So if you're on the free plan, that just keeps you... You have Needing to be more you, you, you got to be concise. Well, that's exactly what, what I think batching content is all about. And we talked a lot about batching content um, with Courtney in episode four when she was telling us how she did like the 44, you know, she has 44 blog post ideas. So every, actually every week... Um, and I try to keep it to like Monday morning, but that doesn't always work. I have like a little editorial meeting with myself. It's always very one sided. So, you know, the you know, the meme where it's um, if I'm talking to myself, I'm just holding exactly. my team meeting. <laughs> Hashtag yes. entrepreneur. Sometimes I'm, you know, solopreneur. Sometimes I have Ariel, my captive audience sitting there like, mommy, why are you talking to yourself? Or why are you talking to me about, you know, how, how to wear a cape or how to style a hat or something like that? Um, so, yeah, I do this auditorial meeting with myself and I look up what's coming up in the next week. Holidays, you know, I've been I mean, when this episode's going to air, we're it's actually going to be past the holidays. But when we're recording this, I've been in holiday planning mode like crazy. Um, so I actually have a sheet that I'm planning for my um, 
photo shoot where I have like example images and what props I'm going to need. That's, you know, part of my that goes into my editorial meeting as well. It's not just blog posts. It's also what pictures I need and what I need to do to capture those images. Um, So I think about the change in the seasons. I think of events in my life like are there, you know, is my daughter, what, how old is my daughter going to be turning around this time? You know, because I've been doing update posts on her life. Um, Is it, you know, my sister got married last, you know, two years ago now. You know, do I want to write a little bit about that? So then I plan my content around that. And sometimes I get a random idea that's especially time sensitive. And I think during um, coronavirus, COVID, I had some stuff that I just kind of threw in there. But being organized helped me to kind of throw in that random blog post because I know what's coming up. And then when I sit down to write, usually I'll be working on three to five posts at a time. And I actually looked ahead on the notes, Jesse, and you had a really good suggestion for this. Be better than what I do. Um it. I use that to, you know, I used to jump back and forth between the posts, but it wasn't saving me time. I have a little ADHD situation going on. And now I'll like set up my docs so I know, okay, I'm going to work on these three to five blog posts today, but I stick with one and I write through it and I get all the links in there and I try to keep everything updated and then I'll move on to the next one. Yeah. So my, when it comes to blog posting, so I guess we can keep it on blog posting, um, sort of batching blog posts um, with the help of you. But since I do outsource this to you, my approach is a little bit different. Ultimately, I batch like my content ideas. Mm-hmm. So That's I like have, an editorial meeting yeah, with yourself. Yeah, and exactly. Decoy. Exactly. So <laughs> what I what it actually looks like when I'm coming up with ideas, I have this like giant sticky pad. It's like notepad but in giant form and notepad is actually the maker of it and maybe oh. well maybe we should link to it to the yeah i can to the put show that notes. in the show notes and what i do is i write down um my clients pains or problems so i'll list those in column format mm-hmm. and then i want to come up with like two to three sentences that are like solutions to those pains or problems so that's how i come up with the idea so like um and i think we talked a lot about this in courtney's episode for this approach but for an example many of my clients are uh, as a brand photographer, are faced with, um, you know, the problem of confidence and showing up. Right. So maybe that's, you know, why they haven't hired a brand photographer. So one solution could be, you know, three ways planning your photography session will ease your fears about being in front of the camera. I smell a blog post coming up here. Exactly. Or <laughs> two mindset shifts you need to adopt to feel more confident in showing up. Or even like, quote, yes, they want to see you. Trust me. So those are like just just titles. That's mm-hmm. all that I come up with. And then like I have and I just flushing them out. So what I'll do is I can use those and then like repurpose them into IG posts. Right. I can even flush them out into like my weekly newsletter posts. Mm-hmm. And so I do that about once a month because you blog for me about two times a month. So really, yep. I just have to come up with at least two of those titles that are going to be good for you. Yep. And then that will also set me up all the extra ones that I have, too. I would usually come up with, I don't know, hopefully like 10 ideas. And then those I can flush into IG posts. And if it makes sense for a blog post, add them to the list. You do a really great job at repurposing your content, I have to say. Well, it's easy once it's written by you. (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there, folks? There we go. So, But again, that's all about staying organized. Yeah. So that's really really what I do. So, um, and yeah, that's... I'm rambling. So no, no. I mean that you even kind of broke down the beginning of my process, which is the whole idea of what 
you know, that's what kind of goes through in my editorial meeting. I'm thinking like, you know, okay, this is the change. The change of seasons is coming up. What are people going to be looking for? You know, what are people going to be focusing on? I have a post that I'm working on, or I I actually just put this in and obviously this is going to be old news by the time, but you know, I went to a wedding over the weekend and my thing was, I hate being cold at a wedding. Now it turned out to be like a 70 degree day in, you know, winter or late fall. Um, but I hate being cold. And so I got this dress and it is a long dress, but then my, my nanny lent me her like little floor for a stole. And I was thinking to myself, you know, if I was someone who was looking for a winter wedding outfit, you know, where would I go? So right. I was like, all right, I'm going to create a post that's like, here are some winter wedding dresses, outfits, whatever. And I did include like a jumpsuit in there and everything. So Yeah, like, because that would be me. I, I actually hate being cold as well. Yeah. It's like, the, because if I'm not, if I'm cold, I'm like miserable. The right. last thing you want to be is miserable at a wedding. So Exactly. So, you want to be able to like have a good time. And then I found for all of those different dresses or and this jumpsuit, I found like a first stole that would go with it. Yeah. So to keep you warm. Exactly. So I thought of like. So you took it even further back. So no, that's not rambling, Jesse. That just makes sense. Um, and then I kind of alluded to this with my batching photos. I, you know, I had spoken about this before. When I find a versatile piece of clothing, I'll kind of find a bunch of different ways to wear it. And then I'll do a whole photo shoot. So my best example would be the, the $15 cotton black dress from Target that I've worn. I've had this, like, the, it's basically been the new version of the dress at Target for the past three or Is four years. Is this one you're actually wearing today? Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> it's actually kind of warm, guys. And my cl- I'm wearing my closet, so it gets a little little steamy in here. Um, so you it's know, because he's so hot, <laughs> we're getting silly. Ah, <laughs> uh, the cocktails. Um, so I've worn this dress to you know funerals, kind of laid back weddings, around the house, running errands, and out to dinner. So one hour I took one day and just shot a bunch of different photos of that dress, switching out accessories and shoes, and I had content for a good part of last summer just based off of that and then with my holiday content um i've been i and this is somewhat of a newer process that i've been doing but i created a google sheet um with uh all the different inspiration for what shots that i want and so i have the shot and then next to it i have okay here are all the props that i'm going to need for this shot and where i'm going to shoot it and all of that stuff so that i know what i need to pack and i think you do that a similar thing when you're talking about planning shoots for your branding clients you know you have you have them create that pinterest board to kind of give you an idea of the shots that they're looking for and so you figure out what props and everything so i feel like that's something i've really started implementing and it's it's really helped i mean holiday content planning is such yeah i feel like especially for bloggers like yourself where you you're such a lifestyle brand and Mm -hmm. here you know around Christmas, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, all the holidays, mm-hmm. there there is that opportunity to really talk about the lifestyle piece of it and the yeah. fashion piece of it. And, and there's using those affiliate links and hoping to earn somewhat of an income from that. And exactly. How are you going to showcase, the, showcase those pace, pieces? I can't talk. Showcase those pieces. Um so that's what I've been using, and, and but what I, I think said. what I think is is what you're doing. So to back it up to your point about being organized, there is an element of planning here. There's an element of forethought, oh, yeah. and so when when you're thinking about your business, one thing that I had to shift my mindset is to really go into that CEO role of your business, whether mm-hmm. it's a blog, whether it's a brand, whether you're a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, a contractor, whatever, and saying, you know what, I actually do have to sit down and plan 
out my business. This is what every that's why the CEO is the CEO because they're planning yeah. the strategy. So if you think about it in that way, where Kate does the Mondays where she's holding her editorial meetings and that's what she's doing, that's the strategy that that you need to start implementing in your business and it'll go a really long way. And I've been really trying to adopt that for my own business and saying, okay, yes, I've got, you know, five shoots to edit and this to do and that to do and some shoot plans and all of that. But this behind the scenes stuff also has to get done. So you have to actually integrate it into your schedule somehow. And if Mm -hmm. you batch content, it'll actually save you time. So I love the idea where you said, okay, you got this black dress and I rather than go out four times and shoot yeah. it four different times, doing a little bit of planning, knowing what outfits or accessories yeah. you want to add, take away the pose of this, you know, yeah. that going out once is saving you time. So I, I, I actually like kind it. of adopt the, the mindset. Like you remember back in high school where math was 820 to 9 o'clock or 930 and then the next class was 940 to whatever time like that's the kind of thing that I do is I I even though I as someone who basically works for themselves I actually pencil in like okay from this time to this time I am going to be doing this work yeah and from this time to this time I'm going to be doing this work now do I always stick with it no Right. Uh, especially, you know, now with a kid and, you know, things, ha- life happens and, you know, days happen where it's not such a great day to shoot outside. So, you know, I have to scrap something or exactly. change it up. It's life happens. But having that plan in place keeps me sane for one thing. <laughs> yeah. So when like the way our, our brains are meant to operate is to be, you know, switching between actually being a multitasker mm-hmm. is 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 not a it can thing. be detrimental. It's not really a thing. Like yeah. humans aren't really meant to multitask. Um, we are, if we stay on task, we're going to be more efficient. So that's a whole idea behind batching content as well as it's going to make you just more efficient and allow you to get things done. But that being said, some people get bored doing the same task. So it's not yeah. that you need to spend an entire day no. writing your emails or planning out your IG or planning out your blog posts. It's sitting down and saying, okay. I'm going to just focus on writing, banging out three blog posts Mm -hmm. because you're going to have your Google Doc open. You're going to have your 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 website open to to plug everything in. You're going to already have everything open. So why not maximize that time and do more than one? And because I have that content calendar where I have already pre-written my meta description, picked links that I'm going to use, I don't have to open up new tabs. Because, again, I, I have this this problem where, like, if I open up a bunch of tabs, then I'm like, ooh, what's this? And especially linking to shop sites. Ooh, what's that? What can I do with that? You know, I have everything in this one document that I'm actually just able to pull it right over into the the Google Doc that I'm working at for that blog post. Exactly. And you're and not switching way, between. You're not switching modes. You're all exactly, in the same mode. I'm all in the same mode. And it really has helped. But I want to know, you know. You now, I mean, I we've talked about this before. I do try to batch my editing because it just helps me to to keep that aesthetic going. Um, doesn't always happen, but you actually said you don't batch your editing. Yeah. So so what happens for me? So you know, Kate was talking about batching her actual 
photography, photo editing, the photos, yeah. taking the photos. I should have said that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about actually batching editing. Um, so I actually outsource a lot of my editing now. So my workflow looks like this. So after a shoot, I'll import into Lightroom and I'll call my images and then send them off to my editor. That being said, sometimes in the slower season, I actually will just edit my own photos because it's just I have the time and I don't necessarily need to get them get them done. Unless I'm still in big planning mode, I might be launching my course right. or doing something else. In that case, I'm going to send it off to my editor. Um, but what I want to mention is when I am editing my photos, there's two things I use that will help speed up your workflow. So number one is the sync function. And guys, I want you to realize when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about Lightroom Classic. I don't know if Lightroom Creative Cloud is a little bit different. Yeah, I don't have the sync tool. Um, so if you're using the original Lightroom Classic, mm -hmm. you have the capability to do this. So what you ultimately do is you have one photo, you edit that to your liking, mm -hmm. and then you're going to almost hold, hold that down, hold shift, select the other photos you want to apply that same style. It's hard to imagine. I know we're talking about this. And you're going to click the sync function, and that's going to ask you, okay, what do you want to sync? Mm -hmm. And it's going to click, and it's going to sync, which is amazing because if you have all your photos are in the same lighting situation. So let's say like you're going out and doing your photo shoot at Linfield with your little black dress outfit mm -hmm. the lighting might not vary that much so you literally yeah, could have no. synced it was within an hour so. you're editing you could have edited one and been like i'm really happy with this and synced the rest and you might have just had to go in and tweak a few mm -hmm. but the other tool that i use alongside that is the match total exposure option this is one that not a lot of people know oh, no i don't and it's really handy for wedding photographers who have a lot of different lighting scenarios so after i hit that sync button while all those images are still highlighted i go under the settings tab and click match total exposure so what that's going to do is it's going to adjust yeah. your exposure setting so you don't have to fine-tune your exposure on a lot of these and really and a lot of the time it gets it right really really um really? amazing yeah okay i did not know about that so so yeah that's when it comes to editing for me i typically if i'm going to let's say it is a slower season and i decide okay i'm not going to send it out to my editor i can get them done i typically am not going to edit an entire like multiple sessions a day because that's actually just too it's too draining mm -hmm. for me so when it comes to batching content with that in mind you want to find what works for you so if you just if writing like three blog posts just sounds horrendous to you you don't necessarily have to sit down and write them but maybe you can batch the ideas like if you love getting the creative juices yeah. flowing batch your ideas and then maybe throughout the week bang one off bang one off bang yeah one off. i don't think you have to batch every single part of your business because no. you're right you're you gonna know, drain yourself it's it's so funny there and and sometimes it even just depends on the day like there there are times when i have a bunch of stuff ready for instagram and like all of october i had basically planned out weeks in advance and i just knew what i was going to do and i was able to pretty much automate my october november you know it's kind of going in and back and forth you know, it was been going, a show yeah it's it's been going back and forth between like you know I definitely have gotten into like the Christmas again. This is this is old news, but you know I got into the Christmas spirit. But I'm also like doing stuff for Thanksgiving and you so know flip flopping. Kate is very into seasons, and you're so good uh, at well. Me. You're every time. So we're, we record in her closet. Every time I come over to her house, and like it was all decorated for Halloween. Yeah, and now it's like 
And I just noticed, like, even your soap dispenser in your bathroom was a witch. And now it's a pumpkin. Yep. <laughs> so that's – so she gets very into be, all the holidays. I have spirit. to – no, but I have to be completely honest with you. So there's um, – in my bathroom – in my, my guest bathroom, I have them actually all underneath the sink. And I will forget – that they're there and it's actually um my mom will come over and she'll use the bathroom and she'll be like by the way i changed out your soap just your soap dispenser that is like, so funny and so like, funny thank you mom <laughs> we still need we still need our parents every once in a while um but you know what you know what else you do really well and this is something that i have been trying to get better at especially since i like signed up for Flowdesk. um you are so good about sending out emails and i know that a lot of it's repurposed content but you you really you're you're in my inbox all the time without being obnoxious <laughs> well that's good to know yeah no <laughs> well, that's, i mean you're no, no part of you it's not obnoxious. daily it's not no. daily um so batching email marketing has been um you know newer in my business um but it's also been big for my business and it can also yeah. be a pain in the tush so I've been trying to batch um, this work because I don't really love it. I'm not – I. you're a writer, so mm-hmm. maybe it's something that you would be more interested in doing. I don't particularly love writing out my emails. That's why I try to repurpose my content that you create for me. <laughs> it works. It, um, it saves time. Yeah. So, so what I have discovered, um, the tips that have worked for me is – that I'm really trying to hone in on is one, figure out an email schedule that works for you. So – Right now, it for me, I try and and I have two brands I'm working with, which makes it even double yeah. double duty because I have my photography business and then I've got my course. So, so that aside, figure out an email schedule. Maybe it's one time a month that you're connecting with your audience via mm-hmm. email. Maybe it's twice a month. Give yourself a realistic goal and set that. So then you're gonna you're gonna establish yeah. that. So for me, I want to send one email a week right now. So that's really eight emails between my two brands that I'm doing, which is a lot. But what I'll do is I'll batch all four emails at once. And so what my process has been looking like most recently is I'll draft them in Google Docs, just a plain text document, and then upload them into my email system. I'll add the any other graphics or photos or collateral I want to do. Yeah. And then I schedule them to automatically go out. And so what I'm going to ultimately do is do this once a month. I want to batch emails monthly, not necessarily weekly. So what this is going to force me to do is really look at the upcoming month, kind of how you do. Um, Am I having a launch? Is there a holiday? What's going on in my life? Um, Am I going to be launching in my other business? Like, what is that going to look like? So I'll look at my calendar, then I'll see, okay, what makes sense? Or is it just going to be my standard give value email? Um, And then again, going back to repurposing, I can easily just pull out an idea from an IG post or a blog post and repurpose that. That being said, it always, so like I said with, you know, I had pretty much October ready to go um, with Instagram. That being said, whenever you have batched your content and you have it scheduled, be just be, one thing I would say is be mindful about anything that might be going on in the world. I think you said that you only do like five Instagram posts ahead. Yes. Usually. Because so you don't know what's going emails on. Emails I try and batch once, once a, month. a month. I'll do monthly batching. And then right. IG I do by the week. 
You never know what's Which is a risk, even with my emails. I might have to stop a sequence or I might have to pause um, one from going out. So you are taking a little bit of a risk there, but yeah. uh, since but you it's can only always, four. Well, you can always, the thing is, you're not necessarily letting that work go to waste because you can always push, you know, if, if something happens. I happened, can reschedule it. You can reschedule it. So, you know, that's just something to keep in mind is even though you're batching your content as you set it up for automate, automa- I can't say the word. Automate. Kate's automation. literally just drinking at seltzer. I know. <laughs> There's no vodka in it. It's not a truly. I'm just excited about this conversation, guys, because I'm like. I never used to be a planner, and now I've been in, like, planner mode. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's the mom in me kind of thing. But... No, it, it. you quickly learn how your work can get away from yeah, you as an exactly. entrepreneur and how you crave, at least for me, I crave routine. I'm not a routine person, but I do crave it. Yes. And if you have a schedule um Like, I don't want out. any – I love surprises. I don't want any surprises in my business. That's true. And I, I would think agree that, that keeping organized and, ba- and you know, and figuring out where I need to batch content versus where I can just do one-offs has been a big thing. Um, so, yeah, with the automation thing, just always be mindful if there's something that does come up, you know, like we've had the pandemic. Um, you know, you don't want to be you don't want to be a travel blogger saying go to, chi- you know, China or anything right now. <laughs> like if you had that as an automation thing, maybe you want to get that off. But in a couple of months, years. But it's even as simple as something, you know, the election here in the U.S. was really, uh, you know, a hot topic. And so, you know, just planning out my content, you know, realizing, oh, yeah, like even though I had already voted, I looked at the calendar and I was like, oh, yeah, it's the election is voting day. It's voting day. So just my post, I wanted to make sure not to I wanted to actually post about voting that day. So just being aware, you don't always have to post about what's going on. And and if you're curious about communicating during times of like you know, like the pandemic, our past episode is a great one to listen to. Right. Um, Definitely a big one. uh, Typically, you do want to be aware of what's what's coming up. And, um, you know, that would be of interest. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it has, as I said, it's been hard to batch my content sometimes with the toddler home, but I actually think it's been the best way for me to get my work done. It allows me to really focus, like we've talked about, on the task at hand. And I always find the quality of my work is is higher and I'm able to stay more organized. Um, so that's yep. what I would say is, you know, we're kind of, in wrapping up this this conversation, I would just say get organized and create a system that works for you. You know, a content calendar is something if you do blog posts. I mean, that also that works for anything. It works for Instagram posts. It works for whatever other social media you are posting on. Just knowing what you're going to post, what you're going to write about, what you may be linking to is a big it's going to help you out big time. And then, you know, if you do, if your business does involve photo shoots, planning and batching those photo shoots can be a big time saver. So whatever task that you have for your business, whether it's a blog, writing, photo editing, updating your website, um, you know, sometimes I let my website kind of go by the wayside and I realize, oh, I really need to update that about page. Well, I might take a couple of pages that are static and update those all together um, or even accounting. You try to schedule time for those tasks and get as much done on that one task as possible if you can stand it. <laughs> so to that point, a few um, something I've been doing recently is is sitting down and I literally have been writing out what I do every single day. And whether that's like a weekly thing that yeah. I like, a, like what things do I do that's repeatable every week? I'm doing some like I might be, you know, st- 
communicating in my Facebook group. I'm going to be scheduling my IG posts. I'm going to be, you know, once a month, I'm writing my email Mm -hmm. sequences. So I'm writing down, I'm keeping track of all these little things. And it's like, oh, every month I update my QuickBooks, you know, just little things. And then I'm doing um, whatever it is. And so in doing that, it's helping me understand that I need to schedule time to regularly do these. Whether yeah. and ideally, what I would like to have is like the first of the month, I'm doing the monthly tasks that I need to do. And then every Monday, ideally, I would plan my weekly content. Right. So, and then what this also does is sets me up for a really good position if I need to outsource because I know exactly mm-hmm. what that schedule could look like. Um, and, you know, when we, we've been talking about how we set a lot of things to automation, I got the word. There we go. Um, you know, if you are looking for a way to automate your Instagram posting or, you know, your emails, um, I know Jesse and I both use some different programs. So we'll link up to those in the show notes. And, you know, you can, as I said, what, finding what works for you, whether that's figuring out when to do things or how to do things is is really big, I think, in batching that content. So we'll share those resources on the show notes. Yeah, I know if you're really big into systems, um, like Kate, Kate, Kate and I use Asana right now to yep. manage our work together for my blog post. And that can actually be used as an internal project management tool for you, for yourself. We also mm-hmm. use Google Drive. A lot of these resources, resources are free. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know, even buy the upgraded plan to just start yeah. scheduling your own tasks. And we use, so, I mean, we're, we do text, we are friends, so we do text. Um, and when, when we started this blog out, we were using text messages. Um, which we still do, but most of the time, we've what we've done is we've moved most of the conversation of cocktails and content creation stuff over to Slack, and that's another free tool, and it's just a messaging thing, and you can get it on your lap, your your desktop, or um, on your phone, and that's just allowed us to kind of move our business conversations into one place, so that when I text her, it's it's not just always about work. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, um, as I said, we'll share all those co- those resources in the show notes. Um, thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. If you want to check out the show notes and grab the templates that I use to keep my blog posts and photo shoots organized, uh, and as I said, check out those resources and those automated uh, websites that Jesse and I use to schedule things up, head to cocktailsandcontentcreation.com. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community, and leave us a comment about what you'd like us to talk about. You can also follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. And we'd love it if you'd leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We actually have a couple of five stars going on, Jesse. Um, or wherever I'm you're so listening. Excited. I know, me too. I was excited to see that. You can also email us at cocktailsincontentcreation at gmail.com. We just got an email the other day from a listener suggesting a guest, um, which we might we know we're going to be looking at and might be bringing her on so it's always we always love this you know hearing from our listeners for now i'm kate andrews and you can follow me on instagram at fashionably kate and co and i'm jesse wyman and you can follow me on instagram at jesse wyman photos or if you're a brand photographer or looking to get into brand photography i'm at the brand photographer method on instagram I want you guys to make sure to tune in next time. Uh, We're going to be talking about how you can utilize Facebook groups to grow a community and help promote your business. We're going to actually have a guest for that episode faced with um, Ashley Mason of Dash of Social. Uh, She is a Facebook group guru. She's going to give us all of her tips and tricks on how you can engage with your clients and gain new ones through Facebook groups. 
So until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. <laughs>